Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. We're going to go right to our next guest right now. Before we do that, uh, yeah, are we supposed to, Judy? Is it? Yeah, we'll go to the next guest right now. Thank you, Judy. She got it all written out for me. I shouldn't have to ask her what to do. Matthew Mar- Martinez. Uh, he is with Turning Point, a ministry that many of you know really well. Uh, Charlie Kirk has made that a nationwide phenomenon. And he's going to talk to us about ballot harvesting, only he used a different phrase, an intriguing phrase. Matthew, welcome to the World Prayer Network. Talk to us. Pastor, well, thank you for having me on. And Terry, it's so good to see you again. And to everybody who's calling at home, thank you for very much for being on. Um, and caring about our ballot chasing program. Um, I feel like this is a, a, a good place for you to say where I'm a Christian and uh, people will like that and applaud. Um, I got saved about six years ago, just over six years ago. And when I got saved, the Lord spoke to me and he said to spread light into the darkness of the government and to poke holes in the evils of it. And, and frankly, that's the whole reason why I'm in this initiative. That is why I, I work in this messy arena of politics. Um, because I am not the light. I am a witness to the light. And my job here is to let his light shine through in the in the darkness of our government. Um, and there's been a lot that's been going on uh, with, with our elections, with uh, what we've been seeing in, in our government right now, where we need Christians and, and believers to, to spread his light through, through our government. Um, that is just Matthew Martinez saying that, um, not, not turning point action. But let me just tell you about Turning Point Action. Turning Point Action is a 501c34, or sorry, it's 501c4, and our, we, we are the political arm of Turning Point, uh, where we can help out on, on elections and go knock on doors and do voter contact, uh, work, uh, work in the political arena. Um, so last cycle, Turning Point Action helped out with the, the Blake Masters campaign, the Carrie Lake uh, team. Um, even even up to Wisconsin and all, all across the country, we're going to be doing the same year, uh, same thing this year, this cycle, working as with as many many people as possible, as much grassroots as possible. Um, but the thing that we're going to do a little bit differently this year is work towards our ballot chasing operation. And you um, the term ballot chasing. Yes, sir. Uh, you're, you're probably going to define it because most people have never heard the phrase ballot chasing. And uh, though you're a C four, I'm a C three. So we're not talking in terms of Republican versus Democrat, but we are talking biblical values as opposed to anti-biblical values, uh, truth as opposed to uh, falsehood. So we use those kind of terminology that say we, we've got to establish biblical governance uh, in our nation. Very, very absolutely. We lose our nation. So what is uh, ballot chasing? There's a huge difference between uh, chasing and harvesting. So y'all probably have heard of ballot harvesting. Um, that ballot harvesting is when you take a voter, sorry, a, anybody goes to a door or not even to a door, but takes a voter's ballot by hand. That is ballot harvesting. When I say ballot chasing, what we'll be doing in turning point action is, is strategically tracking, encouraging, and assisting voters to make a plan to vote and to drop off their ballot. Um, and that's, that's our whole initiative. We're, we're finding that in states like Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia, there are a good amount of conservative voters who are not casting their ballot. In Arizona, for example, 
32% of conservative voters in this state who received an early ballot didn't drop that off. They didn't drop off their ballot via mail or, or in-person day of the election or in-person early. Those voters did not drop off their ballot. Our initiative is to make sure that we talk to those voters, encourage them to drop off their ballot um, so that we win this next cycle. Um, and that we're, we're seeing that a good amount of our younger voters are, are in that list. They, they're confused about the voting process. They're receiving their ballots, but don't know what to do next. And regardless of age, our organization will be making sure that we, we target these voters in, in strategic areas um, across the country. Um, and with this ballot chasing operation, we're, we're focused on three key states right now. And that is Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin. The reason we pick those states is that those are mathematically the most competitive states in the country right now. Um, the, the, to win the White House, they, a, a, that candidate has to win Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin. The path through the White House is through those states. Um, so we're going to be launching the, the, um, the country's largest ballot chasing operation uh, by, by bringing on uh, thousands of staffers, full-time staffers, this next cycle. Um, we're going to be we're going to be placing them in strategic areas in Arizona, Georgia and Wisconsin. Um, and now there's there's I know some of you are probably going to say, well, I'm not in those states. Why aren't you coming to Iowa? Why aren't you coming to uh, Pennsylvania? Well, we're, that's why we're, we're on these calls to looking for patriots who would like to help us out in these other states. Or if you are in those three states, uh, we're going to be needing your your help tremendously this next cycle getting you plugged in and talking to the constituents of these areas. Um, and there, there's some information about the, how, what a, a victory to the White House looks like. Um, and there's some scenarios where um, if, if the candidate were to win Pennsylvania and Georgia, but not win um, Penn, or sorry, um, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, uh, Nevada, that candidate will will be a theoretical tie. So that's how close this next election is going to be. If if we win Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin, that that candidate will only win by two points electorally, two electoral points. This is going to be a very very competitive election, and that's where I'm going to be needing all hands on deck this next cycle. Wow, that is quite a remarkable yeah. plan. Just, and, just and going through here. Oh, sorry, Pastor. What was that? No, no, go right ahead. Keep going. So, for instance, in Arizona, we're going to be needing about uh, 1,200 staffers, full-time staffers. And in Wisconsin, we're going to be needing over 500 full-time staffers. Um, in Georgia, it's a little bit less. It's going to be around 350 full-time staffers. Um, but that's going to be how, that's how competitive those states are right now, um, especially in Arizona. So I'm actually calling from Arizona. I'm a, I'm a fourth-generation Arizonan. Um, and I'll tell you what, this state is becoming more competitive each year. The, the Arizona that I grew up in 10 years ago is not the same Arizona today. Um, and there needs to be more organizations like Turning Point Action um, to, to help out on this front. There are some other organizations that we're working with, like Scott Pressler's organization in Wisconsin, um, Early, uh, Early Vote Action. There's some other organizations as well. Um, that, that we're going to be working with this next cycle to make sure that we first get the staff, make sure that they're equipped with the technology that we're going to be using, 
and make sure that they know the constituents and the voters of those areas. And I'll, I'll tell you this, no one, no one in conservative movement has done an initiative like this. Traditionally, what you do see is a GOTV effort, which is get out the vote. It, it's somewhat similar, but that GOTV effort is geared towards what we call in the um, politics side, uh, three by four and four by four voters. That means they're more likely to vote um, out of a four, four election cycle, a four, yeah, four election yeah, cycle in four years. Um, basically, there's, a, there's two generals and two midterm or two primaries in a four-year election cycle. A four by four voter is someone who would vote in every election. A three by four voter may be someone who just missed on a primary or, or a midterm. The people that we're gonna be reaching out to are what we call low propensity, meaning that they're one by four or, or two by four. If they're a zero by four, uh, they're probably not voting. They're, we probably need to scrub them from the voter rolls. Um, but what we wanna reach out is to those who, who are not voting. And what we want to do is not just leave literature at their door or send a text message or, or send a mailer. We actually want to build a relationship with these voters. So that's why when we bring in these, these full-time staffers, their job is to make sure that they build relationships with these voters in select communities um, and to, to help them with the voting process, to assist them, not to ballot harvest, but to chase their ballot, make sure that they have a plan to vote. Um, so the, so the, the app that we're going to be using is something that we created here at Turning Point Action. Um, and you guys could download that um, if you want. It's called Turning Point Action. And you can start knocking on doors today. Uh, we have all the data on there on this app. Um, and that's what we're, our, our staffers are going to be utilizing uh, this next cycle. Uh, we want to make sure that they have the best resources, the best data to identify low propensity voters or what that means, low propensity voters, is voters who vote some of the time, right? We want to make sure that we reach out to all of our base. If we know that someone's going to vote for biblical and conservative principles, we want to make sure that they have a plan to vote and drop off their ballot. Just going through here in my presentation. Um, and there's some like shocking statistics. I know I brought up that Arizona example. I don't know if any of you have research the the last primary sorry um spring election with justice kelly in wisconsin uh justice kelly lost his race because republicans didn't turn out if you and i done this the the postmodem of this election um if you look at the the election results in the the uh, fall election compared to the spring election you saw an average deviation of 11 percent um amongst conservative voters um, and that that can't happen. We got to make sure that we we have those conversations to figure out why are these voters not turning in their ballot? Is it whether or not was it too difficult? Did they not receive their mail-in ballot? Were there long lines like Arizona the day of the election in November? We want to make sure we have those conversations and figure out what we can do to to help them with the voting process. Again, if you know anybody in these three states, or if you would like um, your organization to partner up with Turning Point Action, um, you can visit our website. Um, it, it's Turning Point Action, or yeah, Turning Point Action slash Chase the Vote. If you type that in, I'll put it in the drop um, the message box here too. 
Um, you could you could sign up to help out with our voting, our, our ballot chasing operation, or if you have a large organization um, in a statewide or national that that wants you focus a little bit more on ballot chasing, you're more than welcome to sign up there. There's another link on that webpage where you could sign up that organization. Let us know what your mission statement is and how you could get involved with that organization. Is that turningpointaction.org.com? Oh, turningpointaction.com. Okay. Yep, and I'm going to put it in the, the chat box right now. Well, the chat box, uh, Holly, if you could help and put, help us and put it on, on Facebook for him, that would be good. The majority, overwhelming, uh, eight-tenths of our people are watching on Subsplash, which we don't have a way of listing it for them on there. So uh, only about uh, 20, less than 20% are watching on Facebook right now. So uh, turningpointaction.com, for those of you that are watching on uh, on our website, well, actually the worldprayernetwork.org, so you're not seeing what's on the others on the Facebook. The turningpointaction.com. Go ahead, Matthew, didn't mean to break in your presentation. Not at all. Uh, Pastor, no, that's pretty much it. Um, we're, we're trying to find as many patriots as possible to get involved uh, with this initiative. Um, and now, can I ask about? Yes, got, sir. You got Arizona and Georgia. I'm looking at North Carolina as a critical one. That's right. Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, or Wisconsin. You already mentioned, and Michigan and Nevada. Those That's right. To be, those are the swing states, which uh, also house the 19 uh, swing counties right now. But you're focusing on these three primarily. But if somebody wants to be involved from wherever they are and bringing, helping make people aware of biblical candidates with biblical governance values, then they can contact you and you can also uh, uh, assist them in activation, whatever state or county they're in. That's right. Yes, sir. So uh, wherever they're at, they can visit turningpointaction.com and figure out how they can become a precinct committeeman. That is, that is a, another thing that we're working on uh, with this organization is getting people plugged in on a local level. Um, you could go to our website and figure out what, or type in your county, um, and, and then we'll have the information there of who to contact to get involved um, within your party uh, there in your, in your district. Um, so there's, there's ways you can get involved there. Uh, my, or my, my initiative here at Turning Point Action is this ballot chasing program. And I'll, I'll make sure to drop my, uh, my email in the chat box. But if you do want to email me with uh, any questions about how you could get involved with this program or with Turning Point Action, uh, my email is Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dot Martinez, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z dot or at turningpointaction.com. Say it one more time, a little slower. Yes, sir. Matthew dot Martinez at tpaction.com that's tpaction.com okay uh, and if they and if they want to get involved in whatever state they're in you can they can still be involved what well, what about the the whole notion that you're calling it ballot chasing and i understand why i understand that's not ballot harvesting mm -hmm. but where ballot harvesting is legal are you participating and equipping and mobilizing and training people how to do legal ballot harvesting 
you know, right now we have people in um, Michigan. Michigan. Michigan is a state where ballot harvesting is legal. Our, our field staff in, in Michigan are looking into that. They're, they're seeing what ways we could follow the law, but encourage an easier way for voters to participate. Um, in, a, in a state like Wisconsin, too, ballot, ballot harvesting is legal in Wisconsin. So our organization is going to do as much as we can um, to follow the law, but also, again, to, to encourage as many voters as possible to, to drop off their ballot. Um, but in state like in states like Arizona, ballot harvesting is illegal. Um, a, a canvasser can't knock on a door and and collect one's ballot. But if a if we were to encourage that voter to drop out that ballot that day, we don't mind if we walk that dog with the ballot in their in their mouth, right? Um, whatever whatever the process is to um, to drop off ballots, make sure that voters are casting their ballots. We are all for legally. Not sure, but I think uh, actually more than 20 states have some form of ballot harvesting that's legal, I think. I, we have to defer to the expert. That's correct. In some states, you can only have, you can collect only the ballot of one other person. It gets, it gets real techy from state to state. And that's in right. some states, uh, this is something you need to check on your respective state when you're, wherever you're listening. In, in, in a number of states, it's legal to have a voting lockbox in your church. When you go to church on Sundays, the people can all vote. And I encourage people to vote early, vote early, vote early, vote early, vote early. You never know what will come up that will prevent you from voting uh, later on. So vote as early as you can in any election. Matthew, is that good advice for people? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for mentioning that um, voting early. We, we want to just encourage to vote in general. Um, that's something that we, we're, we're, work, we're working on big time on messaging, making sure that all, all of our staff that we're bringing on understands that we have to just make sure that people just vote. Um, and it, now if someone is uncomfortable about voting by mail, by all means, as long as you're voting, as long as you go into lines. But pastor, just like what you said, we, we don't know what election day is going to look like. If we look at the gubernatorial primary in Kentucky just in May, they had tornado warnings all day bad weather there was a 15 percent total turnout on that day that's not good that's really not good and in arizona i don't know if you guys studied what happened in maricopa county this last cycle but there were three hour lines for people to vote unfortunately there was there were people who wanted to vote for the first time but were deterred because the the machines weren't working or tabulation machines weren't working we we don't know what election day is going to look like and, but the safest way, the easiest way is just voting beforehand, before the day of the election. Now, if laws do change and it becomes day of the election, by all means, we're going we're gonna to go with that. But right now, the laws say voting early is legal. We want to make sure that we, we play the game uh, by, by the rules that are written right now. I know some of you are probably thinking, can I count on this next election? Uh, having integrity and not being voter fraud. Uh, I don't know how to answer that question except to say, let's make sure every person who is a follower of biblical principles gets out there and votes for candidates that will follow biblical principles of governance. We're unabashedly committed to the scriptural foundation of how a nation is supposed to function because blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Uh, anything more you want to add, Matthew? Rosemary is just getting ready to pray for you. 
and I'm going to have her share share a word and pray for you. But anything finally you want to share? No, I, I appreciate just being on and and talking about our initiative. Um, very very um, thrilled to be a part of this uh, with Turning Point Action and um, to to advance the cause uh, for our country. This is the way that that we're going to get back our country. It's by making sure that we we have elective officials who represent biblical principles and and principles that are are the foundation of this country. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep up to date with our latest episodes. Leave us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.